The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. We are deep in the heart of September, and we're uh, closing in on Salt Lake Comic Con, of course. And I want to remind you, once again, of course, about our live show. Uh, We do uh, live shows at uh, Club 50 West, and we're going to do it on uh, Saturday at 6. It's absolutely free to attend. The doors open at 6. The show will start at 7. We're going to record a live podcast. And uh, then uh, for the second uh, half of the show, we're going to play Match Game. It's free to get in, and they have a liquor license, and you can get food there. But it's free to get in. So uh, join us Saturday. Doors open at 6. 7 p.m. showtime. This is for the weekend of Comic-Con, so that's uh, in a week or so. Uh, anyway, yeah, and uh, text Geek Show one word, to 33986 updates. And, uh, oh, yeah, follow us on the social medias, of course. Uh, we're at Geek Show on Twitter, and we're on Facebook as well, and uh, our website, geekshowpodcast.com, of course. Let's see. Uh, so that is coming up uh, for Salt Lake Comic-Con. And uh, this week, the name of the episode is Beard Bib... And it's a fine little episode. We got a lot of stuff for you. Brought to you by our fine, fine sponsors, of course. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, open seven days a week. Hold services free. With that, you get a 20% discount. It purchases over $20 and uh, more. And the previews catalog for free, 2043 East, 3300 South. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Also, Cabin Fever. Hi, Dave. Serving the meek and the geek and, yes, even the freak in your life since 1982. Cabin Fever located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South, 700 East. So much more than a card store. It's Cabin Fever. Chef Daniel helps out, brings us the show. Uh, you know, if you're having groceries and ingredients shipped to your home and you're doing all the work, I mean, let Daniel do it. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy or maybe you've decided to make changes in your diet and you don't know where to start. Go to his website. It's all there. Cantuscatering.com. C-A-N-T-U-S catering.com for more information. And Black Velvet Boutique. Dawn and Leah about Black Velvet Boutique. 293 South State Street in Clearfield. Go to blackvelvetboutique.com. They're open seven days a week. They're not a porn store or a novelty store. They're a valuable sexual wellness resource uh, for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. And they have free sex ed workshops as well. Uh, sex education workshops. And, of course, Salt Lake Comic Con bringing you this show. Taking place at uh, September 21st through the 23rd at the Salt Palace Convention Center. A lot of celebrities, a lot of fandoms. Guardians of the Galaxy, Walking Dead, Star Wars, Doctor Who, Back to the Future. Get your discounted passes at saltlakecomiccon.com. And you can also uh, find all of us there. Uh, All the Geek Show panelists are doing things throughout Salt Lake Comic Con. You can search their uh, website for our names if you're looking for individual people. All right, let's get to it. It's Beard Bib. Please to enjoy. So you cut the Hunter S. Thompson uh, reference in Django, didn't you? You heard about it on this show. Yeah. Did I? Yeah. No, I, I don't think I, they will. I missed you got seven seconds. Show, keep, show, keep, show. The recasting voice is Eddie Murphy. Oh, of course. Uh, mm, she sounds hot. Uh, we get lots and lots of letters. <laughs> this is the order I would go. Because I don't know whether I've, I've dozed off for a minute. And... Geekshowpodcast.com and we're back. Yeah! Yay! Aww. I bought a beard trimming bib. A beard bib? Yeah. I. What is it? It's like a bib. You put okay. it on. Uh, those of us who have 
beards. Yes. Yes. We know trimming time. It, it gets messy. It gets messy. You get hair all over your it's no good. It's and no I good. shave my head. Same deal. See? This bib, you put it on like a like a barber's thing. It's got two suction cups. They're called stick, capes. Stick it to your uh, uh, mirror. Mirror. And then you shave, and it all falls in the thing. In the, in the, in the bib. Yep. And then you just throw it away. Brilliant. It's going to change my damn life. <laughs> it already has. <laughs> and you don't so even so have it So it doesn't yet. go down the drain? Yeah, or, or clutter up the sink, you know, yeah. get your whiskers everywhere. Yeah, whiskers. Cat tried to buy me that thing, and I told her no. Yeah. And uh, the reason was because our, our, our whole piping got backed up. Yeah. And it uh, turns out that she was flushing paper towels down the toilet. <laughs> well, <you laughs> oh, don't, my God. You don't do that. You don't flush these. She's like, oh, I have thrown a few of those down the toilet. I'm like, a few? You think <laughs> yeah. my beard hairs is yeah. blocking the shit I, up? I have had to since, <laughs> since owning a home again, because we went a good 10-year period of time in an ancient house that had shitty pipes made yeah. of clay. Uh, but now that we're in our own home again, yeah. I've had to give my wife and children several lists of things that don't go in toilets yeah. or down, you know, coffee down the garbage disposal was a shocker to all three of them. So I, oh, I, really drink coffee, I dated yeah. a girl who used to throw Q-tips down the toilet. Yep. What? Yep. Oh, which, I've, I've had just, to, and I And I had to just say, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, and at, at my restaurant, I have people flushing all kinds of shit down the toilet. Like hyper, hypodermic? I've had that a couple times. Mm-hmm. And, we had to have a guy come and flush it out. I mean, go through the top of the roof, down yeah. the drain like that. And he just goes, God damn. There, there, is a, uh, there is a program. There is a program you can get through Salt Lake City that for six ninety nine a month, you will actually have uh, uh, an ability to call somebody to come out and clear out your, your main line anytime. Oh, yeah. Really? And I have paid oh, for that. The, it's, I may do that. It's normally closer to $20 a month, but the city actually subsidizes the majority of it oh. because it, oh. keeps, it keeps the actual plumbing of Salt Lake City. Yeah. I may do that. So, uh, another one that people don't realize is uh, is is well, you don't have this problem. Lee. Fat. Yeah, some you're not people supposed to pour flirt. fat down their. Yeah, I still, well, yeah, like, I still cook too. with oil, but yeah, yeah, with animal fat, it congeals faster. Uh, animal fat has a burning threshold of about 160 degrees, so yeah. it congeals. It actually sets in your pipes almost immediately when oh, you yeah. flush it. Whereas Ugh. like coconut and peanut oil, that's almost 300 degrees before it scorches. So you can pour that down the drain and it will never set. Mm-hmm. So I try, I try to get my main line cleaned out at least two or three times try. a week. Get those pipes cleaned. <laughs> well, it's important. <laughs> your pipes? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's important. It's, 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 for, it's for your health. Oh, you get it. For your health. If you, if for your health. We're, we're one of the few restaurants in Salt Lake City that is not legally required to have a lovely little device called a grease trap. Mm. So uh, any restaurant that has a fryer of any kind has mm-hmm. to have a grease trap, which is something that they that all of the grease waste in the restaurant goes to. And you have to pay somebody to come out and clean it and dump it. That's why so many people uh, love those people that have the cars that run off fryer oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you walk up and say, hey, I'll, I'll clear out 15 gallons of your fryer oil for you. That's 15 mm. gallons they don't have to pay for. It yeah. sounds like a good Friday night. Shannon, you reminded me of one of the greatest Chris Elliott lines of uh, any movie in cinema is, these pipes... Barkley! <laughs> <laughs> See, all this grease talk just reminded me of The Simpsons. Ah, that's Willie's retirement grease. It's <laughs> oh, a great episode. The grease episode's there's so no, good. There's no grease trap on him. He's Lee George K. Uh, there is no grease trap on me. No, sir. And people say, what the, you know, you don't have any fat in your diet. And that's not true. There's a lot of fat in my diet. <laughs> I eat peanuts constantly. <laughs> I'm addicted to peanuts. I love peanuts, almonds, cashews. See, cow, oh, cashews. I like a raw mm. cashew. Uh, my brother showed me a little trick that I, I don't like roasted cashews from the store, yeah. but my brother uh, showed me a little trick on roasting cashews at home. It's a whole different experience. Oh, really? And it's like pan frying popcorn. Oh, Everybody okay. gets a popcorn maker, and you're like, oh, I got this shitty popcorn maker. Do it in a pan. 
with peanut oil, you'll you'll have a life changing experience. Huh. So, all right. Uh, anyway, does the cashew pop? No, I'm talking about popcorn. Oh, I mean, I did talk about popcorn I had and cashews. Those, I, I had one of those uh, stovetop popcorn yeah. things, you know, and you stir the thing. I have a best I have damn a, popcorn. I had it for dinner almost every night. I have a two I have a two quart frying pan with a lid on it, and you put like two tablespoons of peanut oil and a quarter cup of popcorn in there. Put it on uh, medium high heat and just kind of shake it a little bit as you're going. You will not have a single unpop kernel. How did the cashews fit into this? Uh, it's a different story. All right. Oh. Well, now I got to tell you about my dad's corn nut recipe. Oh yeah. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Corn nuts? Yes. Ooh. He used to make these for trick or treaters on Halloween, and we were the most popular house in town. I bet you were. <laughs> uh, it was. He would get the corn after it had dried up. Okay. Uh, you know, cobs of corn, and you, you, it's hard, and it's like indented in. You know, yeah. and yeah. It, it, it dried corn. Right. And he would get out the black frying pan with some uh, some oil in there. You get the cast iron. It's the only thing that can handle that kind of heat. Exactly, and uh, just stir it and stir it, and those kernels would then kind of grow a little bit and round. They'd get round puff and up. brown and puff mm-hmm. up. And I got just, some of that corn in my fridge right now. Yeah, and then you just uh, sprinkle a little of the salt on there and you're yep. you're set. Any huh. seasoning mix. The same thing also yeah. if you decide to do the pan popcorn, mm-hmm. uh, put your salt in the oil. Don't well, don't wait to salt it afterwards. Mm-hmm. So it actually cooks the salt into the Guys, popcorn. this is some good stuff. I yeah. know, right? Well, it's well, in a corn chat. We've talked about home repair. Something right. else that'll uh, change your what life. What the fuck's going on? Corn. <laughs> You hey, wanna... I've got a fun little hack to make your mascara last all day. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Who wore it better? Keep it in the fridge. So uh, You come visit me at Fresh Eatery, 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201. We're open Monday through Friday. You can also get our uh, phenomenally popular jerky. Uh, it's available online. You can also pick it up um, here in Salt Lake City at Watchtower Cafe or at my restaurant. Uh, you can order it online by the case. I'll waive shipping on that. If you're in Denver, you can stop by uh, Nooch. You can go to Austin. They have Rabbit Food Grocery. There's also um, the Island Grocery or Island Market in Logan. And, you know, seriously, Logan, thank you so yes. much for your support there. And in Portland, Oregon, Food Fight Grocery, uh, great little shop. I love them because they have a sign on the door that says, do not overestimate your value as a customer. Words to live by. Boys Interesting. Yeah. Overestimate. I like that. Do not overestimate your value as a customer. In other words, don't be a uppity fuck. Yeah. You're just another dollar bill. Awesome. So. All right. Yeah. An uppity fuck. An uppity fuck. <laughs> okay. Look at now, you uppity fuck. Yeah. See? Yeah. 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 <laughs> he is not an uppity fuck. He is Jimmy Martin. I do my best not to be an uppity fuck, I hope. Uh, watch me on KSL. Uh, let's see. Big Movie Mouth Off. Still going strong. Uh Arrow, Geek Show, Mediocre Show, and you can read me in Slug. But yeah. No interviews this week. Next week, we got some more coming. Next interview. Because there's week. no movies. No, there's movies coming out now. We yeah. got movies now. Because now, oh. th- this week was It, and uh, mm-hmm. the Lego Ninjago movie's coming. Ninjago. In, in, in interviews to come. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lose my goddamn shit Ooh. in one of those interviews. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. You're going to say which one? Jackie, so. Jackie Chan. Oh, oh, cool. Got to ask him about Super Cop. Super Cop, Play Story 2, one of the yeah. greatest fight scenes on, on a playground. The- Fucking uh, Plan A, uh, you've got Meals on Wheels. Is he alone? It's with Dave Franco, but oh. Dave Franco, I've interviewed him twice. He's a great interview. Okay. Uh, so, but you're going to tell that, him, shut the fuck up. I'm like, I've interviewed you twice, Dave. Shut up. There's that, there's that, there's that cut scene, there's that cut scene in, uh, in Super Cop 2 where the guy falls from the top of the warehouse. That's Super Cop 2. Or is that Super Cop 3? Or is that Police Story 2? Police Story 3 is Super Cop. Okay. So one of those, it's either Police Story 3 or Super Cop 2. 
there's a guy, there's a, there's a fight scene where a guy gets kicked off of a warehouse and he falls through a, a, a glass onto a table. And yeah. then they show in the cut scenes where they always show the people getting fucked up. Yeah. I like you they show that, dude, because they're fucking yeah. risking their lives you for realize, You realize this dude fell 45 feet flat on his back. And they're Ugh. like, and they all go, ooh. <laughs> I think it's either Plan A, I think it's called Plan A, or Meals on Wheels is where Jackie Chan was jumping from a tree to a fence or vice versa. And uh, he hit his head on the back uh-huh. of it. His fucking like brain is almost like coming out of his fucking yep. head. And they, 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 they're sitting there holding him. And he's like, I'll be fine. And then it's Rumble in the Bronx. That's a great film, too. Where he it broke his foot. Yeah. They, they put a fucking spandex over his cast. Yeah, and it looks like a beast. Like, he's that got happened. like one giant tennis shoe. That yeah. happened a couple times. There's another one where he's water skiing behind a hydro, uh, one of those uh, land uh, Is that Operation hovercraft. Condor? Yeah. How maybe. is he still walking? It, it's How does Jimmy know all this stuff? Oh, he loves Jackie Chan. Well, I, I did not, I know, I did not know you were such a Hong Kong cinema freak. No, no. Yeah. My, my aunt is from Beijing, and she would go to China and bring back all these movies that were never released oh, in America. And I would just sit there and watch them. Some of them did have fucking subtitles and just watch the fight yeah, scenes. Yeah. Like, oh, no. Like, I'm going to lose my shit. I told my Warner Brothers rep, I go, there's one character in the Lego Ninjago movie. If he's there, I'm going to lose it. And she goes, who? I go, Jackie Chan. She goes, yeah, he's going to be there. I go, Oh, <laughs> I, I really seriously might tell Dave Franco, we're not talking. Drunken Master. Sit there and be quiet. <laughs> Drunken, <laughs> Drunken Master is like one of his. Oh, no, Drunken yeah. Master 2 is the shit. The legend yeah, of Drunken Master. Okay. Oh. We're, 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 we're having a party. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. I've got them like, at my house back in Atlanta. Like All the VHS are bootlegged as fuck. If but. only we knew someone with a gigantic TV. Oh. Hmm. You, need, <laughs> you, need to talk, you need to talk to him about the Jackie Chan Adventures cartoon that he did. No. Oh, we don't talk about no, that. That was good. I nah. liked that. Yeah, good subjective. Well, we're not going to talk about the tuxedo. We're not going to talk no. about that. No. no. No, no Shanghai Nights. No, no, no. no. Uh, Just as Hong Kong no. shit. It's a good cartoon. He's our own drunken master. Hey. He's Shannon Barton. <laughs> That's gone. All right. How are yeah. you? Yeah. You good? Yeah. You all right? Yeah. yeah. Good place? All right. Living the dream. Oh, good. Changing the world one little freak at a time. You changed, you changed my world. These are amazing. Those are pretty cool. Yeah. Dude. We bought, uh, what are they called? Pint-sized yeah. heroes. I bought. They're Funko. I bought Carrie, uh, they're Funko. They're blind packs. Yeah. About carry what they're six just, of them for, yeah, they're for just, his birthday. They're like one inch tall. Three ninety nine. They, they're Holt. like they're like really cool Fisher Price little people. Yeah, yeah. they got the little peg bodies and. and, and it, Carrie gave me the dark brown one. Yeah, it was a birthday miracle. Yes. Not one repeat. Not one repeat. No. And they're all good, too. Yeah, yeah. and I got the, the one I really wanted, yeah. Robbie the Robot. He got a really cute little <laughs> Spock. Spock looks really perplexed. He yeah. got a really... <laughs> he's like got a, Kirk's banging some green chick somewhere, and <laughs> that's... He got a really cute little Neo. Zoidberg. He got Zoidberg. Zoidberg. He got him a Borg. And, a Borg. and the one he really wanted. Robbie the Robot. Robbie the Robot. So considering... Funko's licensing reach right now. These need to be successful because I need Mad Max versions of these. Oh, really badly. Yes. Really, really badly. I'm a sucker for this kind of stuff too. Yeah. Well, this doesn't. This kind of collection doesn't take up a lot of space in your house. No, either. it doesn't. It's that's, cheap. That's and a, a little. That's your cubicle at work desktop. Yeah. And, and a little little sticky tack, a poster tack. You can put that right on there, and they won't fall over. Yep. That's what I'm gonna so, do. Nice. Oh, you uh, know what else you could do? What's that? Come to uh, Lucky Thirteen Wednesday nights. Hmm. Get there at eight. I will start at eight thirty if I show up on time, <laughs> which I usually do. Right on the skin of our teeth, huh? I took a lift the other day and mentioned your pub quiz, and yeah. he goes, ah, "Lucky Thirteen makes a goddamn good burger." Yes, they do. <laughs> yes. Uh, like uh, my pub quiz, me, Brian Young. It's it's fun. It's pretty fun. Like it's fun, right? Yeah. If I said no, would it be weird? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, he's uh, Brian's kind of my straight man, and I. Yeah. Fuck with the crowd and it's fantastic. 
What are you going to do? Tell people to shut the fuck up. What are you going to do if... Uh, I do tell people to shut the fuck up. We're going to do Stop if... Stop ni- yelling out the fucking answer! We're going to do if 1970s Kurt Russell shows up and he's going to be like, I'm the computer that wore tennis shoes. I'm here to beat Egg Foo. No. He'll lose. He'd probably lose. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Is Egg Foo the computer that wore tennis shoes? I think he is. He's the modern day computer that wears tennis well, shoes. He's a human that wore a computer. The computer that wore... <laughs> the computer he's the computer that wears an egg. <laughs> <laughs> the computer that wore tennis shoes only has information up to the inception of the movie. That's true. So he's got a 30-year gap. Well, but you also realize that, obviously, he understands time travel, and he may have used that ability to go into the future and read up on things that haven't happened yet. Yeah. Now, so now egg, we have to kill him. Egg, egg does Damn not it. win every week. Just most. He wins quite frequently. He won by himself. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, he needs to get a beard bib. Well, that would imply that I'm cutting it. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Never mind. Trim it up? I would say his, once in a while. I'd say at this point, up. his beard acts as a bib. His beard is a bib. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> he's, he's quad T. He's too tall Tony. Hey. He's the producer and designated driver of the program. Check me out on Twitter at quad T Tony. Right here on the Geek Show or on the Gadget Spot with the excitable James. Is <laughs> that's him? Woo, uh, Jaron and Owen, where we talk about tech, gadgets, and video games. What's your uh, beard's Twitter handle? <laughs> yeah, <what's, laughs> I need to get him one, don't I? Yeah. Wait, you just get beard. him one? Are you now referring to him as a him? Well, yeah. Oh, your so beard has a male beard. What's your, name yeah. your beard? Oh, let's name his beard right now. Okay, go for it. That's what you got for me. Thrakazar. Oh, Thrakazar. Like Thrakazar is a good name for a beard. Thrakazar. I named mine years ago. What's yours? The Stingray. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Thrakazar. All right. Thrakazar, the beard hammer. The Stingray. Right. <laughs> um, and, and we got a host. Oh, we got a host. Hi. Monday, Monday through Friday, uh, 6 to 10, x96.com. Or Carrie if, Jackson. If you're, uh, if you're near my frequency, 96.3. What's your body hair's name? <laughs> Baldy. Absolutely. Oh! Because <laughs> I'm clean. Oh, Wax. She um, named it after the eunuch on uh, Game of Thrones. He calls, he calls it the Lord Varys. Lord, the Lord, the Lord Varys. Because I'm clean from that wow. all the way. What if we all way. just didn't shave for like six months? Done. You? You? You could not do, do it. You? You? This he's like Homer Simpson. Yeah. He'll shave and it'll immediately pop right out. You know. I hate it because shaving is actually one of my pet peeves. And Cat says I should just grow a beard out, but I. Just on KSL, I think it's weird. The, yeah, only, the only guy who's got the, the beard is the sports guy. I, <laughs> I'm like, I, uh, yeah, in food service, I can't grow a long yeah, beard. For the and TV, it would my, be. My, he does my, have a good mustache, though. My, my beard grows <laughs> slowly, yeah. but the hairs are as thick as pencil leads. Mm. So yeah. it's like I, I could literally scour pants right. with my beard. <laughs> uh, well, now, it opened last week. Um, what did? It. it. Oh. And uh, I heard diaper well, are you fucking the Abbott and Costello over there? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, here's here's the thing: is that uh, depends for movies. Yeah, it's <laughs> sponsored on it. <laughs> it's doing well at the box office, but you know who's not doing well? Tim Curry. No, oh. the World Clown Association. They've had a rough go over the last Uh, few years. They said last year we were really blindsided, said uh, Pam Moody, who's the president of the World Clown Association. If all all 50 would get out of that fucking car and talk. (laughs) It was, uh, you know. What happened last year? Well, those sightings. Remember all the clowns? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The scary scary clowns. Yeah. It said, uh, you know. Oh, Florida. We have uh, created a press kit to prepare clowns for this movie. (laughs) Um, The guide. Which is the World Clown Association stand on cl- uh, scary clowns? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, the WCA. Yes, 
reminds the WCA membership that the art of clown is something to be treasured and enjoyed. Uh-huh. And that just because someone wears a rubber Halloween mask, that does not make them a clown. Oh, exactly. Oh. Clowning is in the blood. Uh, <laughs> the blood, they, they, the they, blood that they drink. No, wait a second. Have they, have they talked to uh, clowns that were all the rage in Spain during the fascist rebellion in the 40s? I mean, because those, those clowns... They they were pretty pressing. Pagliacci, well, he's a murderous clown. Well, I was born a damn clown. Now it also goes on to say, <laughs> come that, here, kid, that young children should not be exposed to horror movies. I would also add operas. Yeah, to that. <laughs> well, I would also just say fucking rated R movies. Yeah, um, I would say that's parents. an individual decision that now, parents need to make amongst themselves. Now, Pam Moody, who is the president of the WCA, <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, her her clown <laughs> name. Uh huh. She's Sparky the firefighter clown. <laughs> What? Hey, what an any, any kid, any kid that's watched Dumbo is going to be terrified of a firefighter clown. I think you'd be a firefighter clown named Sparky. Sparky the firefighter clown teaches safety practices to thousands of grade school kids in Des Moines. Uh, says children by instinct are leery of clowns, just as they are leery of as most humans are. Sparky, right? just as leery as they are of Santa and the Easter Bunny. Mm, huh? What? Yeah, but the difference that. is. Uh, People warm up to Santa the Easter Bunny. But that's, that's her They're point. They're always like, fuck clowns. Those guys give you gifts that you want. No, see, that's that's her point, is that the mistake that people make with Easter Bunny, Santa, and clowns is the parents tend to push their kids toward them. And you've seen that with Santa. Uh, yeah, they fucking yeah. scream. And that's true. Those are like my favorite pictures when you see them on the internet. Kids yeah. crying. <laughs> Oh, no, there's, there's a picture of my daughter when she was three running off of Santa's lap. Exactly. <laughs> so, and she says that that's part of the problem is that that's why people think clowns are scary. Why are they? Because uh-huh. of that. No, it's why are they, they're scary. Why are they letting her talk? I mean, last year's spokeswoman, uh, Clammy, the safe sex clown. She. <laughs> they got weird names, don't they? Yeah, they really do. Shouldn't uh, Sparky be named like Foamy or something? Yeah, that puts fire out. Um, she's oh, like retardant. She <laughs> retardant the clown. <laughs> Hi, I'm retardant the clown. Fire's bad. She the best uh, clown. Name ever. <laughs> she started. She she she's been with the WCA since the original. It didn't they have to change their name when the when the uh, wildlife class of America? Came I don't through? know. <laughs> uh, she said it's. She said it is a science fiction character, not a clown. Yeah, it has uh-huh. nothing to do with professional clowning. Yeah, uh-huh. if, it's not science fiction. If you actually go Sparky. Back- to last week, the director actually kind of makes uh, an apology to clowns in, in the interview with those fuckers out of coming. Well, she should because it says here that um, the industry has taken a hit thanks to the scary clowns. People who had school shows and library shows canceled. Yeah, because because clowns are creepy. Because of <laughs> scary clowns, well, we can't deliver our positive and important message to the public because of this. Is it a powerful and positive message <laughs> that eight of you can fit in a Volkswagen? And then she fucking squeaked he, her stupid nose. The, the, the director actually said he goes, "It is not uh, a real clown. He is a shapeshifter, and the reason he transforms into a clown is because it is supposed to be an appealing thing to children." Yeah, <laughs> um, they chose poorly. Isn't well, isn't American Horror Story doing clowns again this season too? Yeah, he's back. Twisty is back. Well, I thought they were doing like, yeah. the election or something. That too. Uh, it's it's like clown. a. It's like it's like a little bit from every previous mm-hmm. episode. Uh, is, huh. is they're throwing it in. Uh, the back fla- The backlash has affected legit clowning world in other ways. Well, I imagine with circuses closing down left and right, they're, they don't have a, you know, the, the one, job at the Walmart. One world clown, <laughs> listen to this, one world clown association member arrived early for a children's party recently and waited outside in her parked car. And she got shot. 
She looked up. <laughs> a rival clown gang came The reason by. that she stayed it was in her car is because somebody called the cops. Yeah. She looks up, and there are four police officers surrounding her. With someone drawn in the, guns. Someone in the, yes, yeah, someone in the neighborhood called in a clown sighting. Yeah, so She was almost holding the heady clown. Yeah. The, the one thing we do need to realize, though, I mean, if there's one thing that those kids that are always trying to sell candy bars in the parking lots uh, have taught me is that if they don't, if you don't have a way to make a living, you will turn to crime. So we maybe need to start hiring these clowns because we're going to get clown, uh, clown drug mm-hmm. parties. We're going to get fuck that, build a wall. Yeah, <laughs> and we can uh, the clown wall. We we might end up we might end up with rival clown gangs. They're going to be fighting each other in the streets. Do you guys want this? Is I this do. the America Harry, we want? Harry, didn't you Just, recently work with a clown? <laughs> Just what, what? at that at that. Uh, Oh, you know, he he showed up as I was leaving. What was his name? It, tw- what was it? Twisty the clown. Twisty the clown. He was doing pocket magic, and I was like, "Well, that's Ooh. creepy as well, fuck." Whoa. I was just hearing it on the radio. Twisty does pocket magic. Details think, at eleven. Think, was it? No, it wasn't Twisty. What was it? Twisty's from American Twisty's Horror Story. Twisty's from American Horror Story. I can't remember anyway. I was something, invited. Was something the clown. Fudo the clown. Or doing something, pocket, yeah. magic. pocket magic. I was that sounds invited. Like jerking off. To I you. was yeah, invited no by a clown college when I was doing radio. My my co-host and I were invited to attend three days of clown college, mm. and. Uh, our PD tried to make us go and do it, Blech. and we're like, "I uh, no, no, I'm not going to go watch a bunch of people do clowning." We're like, "Oh, it'll be great! It'll be great radio." It's like me crying for four hours every morning is going to be great radio. No, <laughs> it's not happening. Uh, well, and and this is a this is another uh, clown character. Uh, well, he does wear white face paint. The crow, he's a clown, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 he's a type he's of clown. He's, he's like a sad clown. Let's go with he's, he's a goth clown. Yeah. He goes to goth kid parties. Uh, the crow. He's hot, he's hot topicy. The clown. He's yeah. the one that goes by retardant. <laughs> yeah. The clown. Uh, the crow has been jumping around with rights issues and problems left and right about a reboot. They've been trying to do a reboot for about ten years now. Anybody but you don't need a reboot. Care? You got the Edward Furlong one. It's oh. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Too bad he didn't die halfway Man, through. I, that. Oh, yeah. I heard some great stories about him. Like when they were filming this here, yeah, yeah, filming here in Utah. What a, what a giant asshole he yeah. was. Complete he's, asshole. He's Cokie the Clown, right? Yeah. Uh, well, it has finally landed. Uh, the Crow at, has landed? At Sony. Oh. And so they're fi- you're finally going to get oh, that finally. Crow movie I always wanted. The Crow movie you wanted. Good. Because they say they're sticking closer to the original story. <laughs> I got the Crow movie I wanted. The first one's great. First one's did, fine. Did, I think uh, it's fine. Did, yeah, did, are we still clamoring for that? No. Is this no. Is somebody this, is? I don't know. My, yeah. I was fulfilled. I was good. Is this kind of like you know all those people screaming for another Spawn movie? I would like to see a reboot of The Crow too, because Iggy Pop just didn't do it. That's right. true. <laughs> uh, there, there, there's there's one person screaming for a Spawn movie, and it's Todd Tom McFarlane. Yeah. He's the one who wants it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know who's who's screaming and crying for this. Maybe they could. I don't know. I never again. Read the, show me what you got. The original one is it? Was it the first one not like that? The, cr- the, the Crow comic. Yeah. It, it, it's it, pretty it, close to the original yeah. I mean, movie. but but we're we're talking about a property that that peaked. Over twenty years ago, yeah, you know, would the crow be as successful or infamous as it is without Brandon Lee dying? No, I think it would have come out and bombed. That would have been the it. End probably would have bombed. Yeah. yeah, because it's it's a it I was liked an, it. it was an obscure. It was during that period of time where everybody was like, "Oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is huge, so let's find other obscure indie comics and make, oh. and make and then, things out of them." And then it came out and it was number one with a bullet. It, yeah. <sighs> Rude. I think it would have been right up there with Dread with uh, with uh, the <laughs> Sylvester Stallone Judge Dread movie. Oh, yeah. I remember going to the theater and watching Dread, yeah. the first one, and like there was probably three people in there. Yeah. <laughs> we we're just like, "What the fuck is yeah. this?" I think it, I watched it with you, Carrie, and we were like, "Fuck I think this." Some what, Dread or the Crow. See, the Dread. sad thing is, yeah. fast forward twenty years, and I was in a theater with three people. 
Angel again watching the the re- most recent Dread, and that movie's Screaming fucking great. Screaming and yelling. <laughs> That's a good movie. Yes. But guess where that show belonged on? That didn't belong in a movie theater. That should have been a series. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing with you on, on the principle of the fact that I fucking love that movie yeah. and I watch it. That that movie and uh, you're going to talk about the uh, and the raid. The ra- raid I, yeah. I watch the raid and, and dread together, back to back, two three times a well, year. Yeah. Series. They're working on a dread TV series Good. Right with now. Carl Urban. They're talking they're to him. Talking. He has not said Urban, yes. Yeah. They, for yeah. Netflix. They're not I hope sure. He does. They're not sure whether it'll go forward right. or not. They're working on it. Oh, so. you, you that, huh. I would be so happy. That would be. I love Judge Dredd, and I loved that. There, there's Judge one one character that they could do on a series and do a slow build to fucking Judge Death. I will lose oh. my goddamn mind. Oh yeah. See, I'll never forget being in that theater because like the you know he had such a sour taste in your mouth with the Stallone one. Mm-hmm. But we, he was on that motorcycle. He's chasing those guys. I think they're in a van or something. Yep. Oh, that makes me want to watch it again. And the fucking so homeless good. guy comes across the street and they just fucking nail him. And, like, yep. and, and the, uh, I was like. Oh! Yeah, they just holy death, shit! They're they going just, for it. They yeah. just death raced them. Oh, yep. Yep. so yep. good. Recyc. All right, we got broken news coming up. Woo! After these messages, we'll be right back. Salt Lake Comic Con 2017 is coming September 21st through the 23rd at Salt Palace Convention Center. Meet celebrity guests like Hollywood legend Dick Van Dyke, Elijah Wood, aka Frodo from Lord of the Rings, Val Kilmer from Top Gun and Batman. John Burenthal from The Punisher, 16 Candles John and Joan Cusack, Back to the Future's Christopher Lloyd, plus Michael Rooker, Rob Schneider, and more. Geek out with stars from your favorite fandoms like Guardians of the Galaxy, Walking Dead, Star Wars, Doctor Who, and Back to the Future. Get your discounted passes today at saltlakecomicon.com. Well, let's see what's going on at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection in September. Oh, Dr. Volt's will see you at Salt Lake Comic Con September 21st through the 23rd. They're going to be offering a lot of special deals and hosting the creators of the Salt City Strangers and the Mighty Trump. They will be there signing their new comic, Ruthless. So stop by and say hey and get the best deal at the con. Uh, the Runaways are returning to comics with their original lineup. It's perfect uh, jumping on point for those wanting to prepare for the new Hulu TV series. It's written by YA author Rainbow Rowell. And this is exciting. Star Wars Adventures, introducing a new era in all-ages Star Wars comics. Each issue in the monthly series will feature two stories starring your favorite Star Wars characters from all films. The debut issue will reveal Rey's early adventures on Jakku, as well as a comical tale of clone catastrophe. And of course, I'm excited, Marvel Legacy comes to you in September. They're open seven days a week. Hold service is free, and with that, you get a 20% discount off of your purchases over $20 or more, and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. Don't be surprised when you see one of the Geek Show guys or me there. They are the friendly comic book store in Salt Lake. They are Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy or have decided to make changes in their diet and don't know where to start. This is from scratch cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon, he's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies, vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients locally. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. 
Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. Welcome back to the basement. This is Broken News. Hey, before we get started. Yes. Uh, we're recording this on Sunday the, the, uh, the 10th. 10th. The 10th. This, this and, part of it anyway. Yeah. This part of the show. The I just want to say I've been watching the news. And I just want to say God, anybody, any of our listeners in Florida. Yeah. Man, I hope well, you I've got somewhere safe. And I hope you're safe. And God, good luck. Kat and I have, uh, both have family down there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Some scary shit, man. Have you heard mm-hmm. from them? Uh, I saw my cousin post uh, that she was fine, and that she lives right near her, you know, her sister and and their you know parents. So I think they're fine. Mm. And then Cat's brother more lives more in the middle of the inland because it kind of took a turn towards the Gulf. Yeah, and I think they're going to be fine. So mm. fingers crossed. Yeah, I think there's going to be a bunch of dead reporters though. I saw that. <laughs> what the fuck? Did you see that guy get out of his car and try to stand in it? No. Oh, it's this idiot. He, he got out. He was, he, was one of, he was a weather guy, and he, yeah. he got out of his car and tried to stand it. And he was literally, it, it, it was like he was being, you know, pushed. Yeah. It was like a cartoon. <laughs> it really was. And he, idiot, he nearly lost it a couple of times yeah. and went tumbling away. No, this, I was watching MSNBC before I came yeah. here. And this guy's like, I'm like, I'm like, I believe you. You could just show me the pictures. I don't, you don't have to risk your life. Yeah. But he's like standing outside, hold on to a pose, going, yeah, this is pretty fucking bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, there was a reporter. I don't know if it was new footage or not, but they were showing this guy. Who, like, there's some college out there that has like a generator or like, you know, a fan that mm. will blow up to, you know, what it can do. And so they strapped him in and they started at a category one. He's like, oh, God, like that. And he's like, at two, and he's like, ah, and like three, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and they, they, they could take it to a five. It's like, I'm done. I'm good. Like, I don't need to know it. That's crazy. Oh, it's nuts so, yeah, down there. Hope you're safe out there, people. Yes. Uh, anyway, we will get back to the uh, episode called Beard Bib. Yeah. Coming this up in a few coming moments. the mail yet. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, but before we do anything, um, we need to tell you about uh, Salt Lake Comic Con mm-hmm. and our appearances there. Uh, we're all over the place, basically. Yeah. If you want to uh, find individual panelists, just go to their website and search for our names, and the schedule comes up, and you can you can find individual panels. But the uh, live geek show taping uh, at Comic Con is on Friday at five p.m. Friday, September twenty second at five p.m. and it's uh, room one fifty one D. It's eighteen and older, and uh, that's that's for at the con. Now after the con, you don't have to attend the con to attend this thing Saturday night. This is absolutely free. Uh, doors at 6, show starts at 7 p.m. It's at Club 50 West, and uh, it's real easy to find. It's a block away from the Salt Palace uh, Convention Center. Like I said, free to get in. you got to be 21 and older. That's the, that's the only caveat. And we're going to be recording a live show and then playing match game. Yeah. Uh, as well on stage. So it's all live on stage, and uh, Jay's going to be there, and uh, it, it's going to be a good time. Uh, nice. I, I got added to, your, to the uh, Batman Oh, yes, yeah, you so did. It's me, you, and Jimmy. Oh, good. Oh, I'm not on there. I think it's Lee. Oh, yeah. is it Lee? Was it Lee? Oh, yeah. Because right. I was watching some old Batmans uh, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I got stuff to talk about with that. 
Uh, anyway, so uh, text the word Geek Show to 33986 for uh, updates during the con and uh, other stuff. And uh, just to let everybody know, I've heard from multiple sources that they are sold out. At, at the Monaco. At the Monaco. Oh, well, Aww. that's where we're headquartered Yeah, during the whole thing. Excuse Good. me. So remind me, i got to talk to you about that. <laughs> when we you know, uh, right where to find us at 5 o'clock <laughs> every day. Well, you'll be in bed taking, doing nap con. <laughs> no, man, I get, up, I get up for the free wine. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's not even just free wine anymore. I know we had like whiskey, There's beer, and whiskey, and massages, and oh, remember the, on St. Patrick's Day, and uh, I had to stay sober because I had a, a panel. Oh, that's right. oh no, I had Vern Troyer that night. That's, that's right. right, and they were giving away free Irish whiskey. Yeah, and, and they had like stout, and I'm like, I'm being tested. <laughs> Don't test me, <laughs> Irish Irish All spirits. Right. Uh, anyway, so here we go. Let's start with the broken news. Uh, this was the big news of the week last week. And it was funny how many listeners reached out to me. They wanted to know everything was going to be okay. <laughs> I don't even know what the story is. I'm trying to think what happened. What the fuck? <laughs> Colin Trevorrow, no longer oh, yeah. directing Episode Nine, Star Wars oh, I Episode did that. Nine. Uh, this is the statement uh, released from Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm and Colin Trevorrow have uh, mutually chosen to part ways on Star Wars Episode Nine. Colin has been a wonderful collaborator throughout the development process, but we have all come to the conclusion that our visions for the project differ. We wish Colin the best, and we'll be sharing more information about the film soon. He wants more dinosaurs in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the he, rest. He's of, like, I bet he's like, fuck, I fucking hate these porgs. <laughs> The rest of the story. <laughs> I kill them off they're in my making, movie. They're making me put porgs well, in Fuck this thing. I can't deal with these porgs anymore. You, I think what you have to realize, whether it's, you know, it's a good thing or not, but like Lucasfilm is going to behave just like Marvel is. They have a vision. They know what they're doing, and no one director is going to fucking tell them otherwise. You know? Yeah, so. I mean, that, that's, that's kind of the, the feeling that I was getting. The, yeah. the, the story goes on. I got this out of The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, rumors of Trevorrow's departure have dogged the project since early June, weeks before the opening of The Book of Henry. Uh, his thriller that was panned by critics and yeah. failed at the box office. Never saw it, but I heard it was terrible. Uh, sources tell Hollywood Reporter that script issues have continued to be a sore spot throughout Episode Nine's development, with Trevorrow having repeated stabs at multiple drafts. In August, Jack Thorne, a British scribe who wrote the uh, uh, upcoming uh, movie uh, Wonder, was tapped to work on the script. Uh, sources say that the working relationship between Trevorrow and Kathleen Kennedy, the head of Lucasfilm, have become unmanageable. Mm -hmm. oh. Kennedy, who already has been through one director firing replacement with the Han Solo thing, was not eager for it to happen again. Tried to avoid this decision, but... She had her whip already. She cracked it. So I would just say to, uh, to everyone, calm down, first of all. We're going to get, like, Carl Reiner to do it. You know. <laughs> Brett Ratner. Second of all, <laughs> Second of all, look what the reshoots for Rogue One did. I mean, that's well, they ruined it. It's that's terrible. that's probably it. Could be my favorite yeah, Star Wars movie. I almost watched it again last night. You know, so good. Um, so there's that, and then the Marvel example that Jimmy made. I think that's valid, very valid. They're, you know, it's it's Edgar Wright. You know, he had a vision. They had another one, and then he's just like, all right, this ain't gonna work. I mean, they're holding the, the keys to the car. Yeah, they're just gonna let you drive it for a little bit. <laughs> exactly. What did Edgar Wright say? He said that uh, I wanted to make a Marvel movie. But they didn't want an Edgar Wright movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't give a shit. We got Baby Driver instead. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, so I would just say, uh, calm the fuck down. You're, you're going to be all right. It's going to be fine. It's okay until, well, it's they, like until he, they replace, say the replacement. <laughs> that's when we'll know. From yeah, that's right. when we'll know. And so. it's not like he's some... I'm sorry. I mean, Jurassic World's okay. 
Yeah. Jurassic World's okay, and then but, the the Time Machine movie did. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of what it's called, but yeah, yeah it was, that was. It's good. not like he's some like a mate. It's not. It's not Tarantino, right? That's, yeah. <laughs> you know, what have you? Which I'd like to see. Honestly, I would like to see that. Look, he should do the bounty hunter movie. Quentin, we're just really tired of Luke saying motherfucker all yeah. the time. <laughs> and we're not comfortable with all the racism. Yeah, why? <laughs> why does Han keep saying the N word? <laughs> well, he's dead. Lando, no. Uh, let's see. Uh, then we got a director and a writer for uh, X Force. Uh, Drew Goddard Ooh. is going to write and direct that. Uh, of course, you know he did Daredevil for mm-hmm. Netflix and uh, The Martian. Uh, the Martian. He is uh, set to write and direct X Force. I hope the X Force team gets to eat poop potatoes. <laughs> uh, the character Cable uh, led the team. This is in the comic book, uh, and uh, Deadpool is is in the comic book as well. Uh, so we'll see what he does. And so is with, Domino and Domino. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Shatterstar. Shatterstar. And Feral is also in the comic book, right? Basically, yeah. It's like Wolfbane, but yeah. meaner. So we'll see. We'll see what he does with it. I, I think that they would be uh, foolish to not put Cable and Deadpool in it. Yeah. I mean, it just makes sense. And aren't they introducing Warpath in... In the uh, TV... Oh. Uh, what's it called? Um, the, it, the, the X-Men TV show. There, and there's a couple of them, and I have a hard yeah. time keeping them straight. Because <laughs> War, Warpath is in Yeah, there. one doesn't call itself X-Men at all. Yeah. It, it's the one on... Fox or something, I believe. And then there's another one that's going to be on like ABC Family that is called New Mutants. And that's, I think, the one with Warpath on it. No. What? No. Is it? No. See, it's hard to, again, I, there's, there's so too many. I know, there's the, the so one on many. Fox, it's, it's Bill the Vampire. Gifted is what Gifted. that one's called, yes. Yeah. With Bill the Vampire. Bill the Vampire is the dad, yeah. <laughs> and is Warpath on that one? I, I think so. Probably. All right. Called anyway. The Gifted. Gifted is the Sucker! is the sweet movie with Chris Evans and the smart girl. <laughs> if you just call it the X Men TV show, X Men the TV you'd show, you'd be better off. You got a hit. I yeah. kind of I noticed in the uh, little featuring trailer, Bill the Vampire, the trailer <laughs> they did for the Gifted, they kept saying mutants, mutants. It's like you know we can say it, we can say it <laughs> again. Why they chose not to put X something in the title, I I don't know. No. It, it, it just seems stupid. X Men well, like a little tiny X Men Gifted. Yes. I mean, even Legion, the O, had the X through it. That's you true. Know? So y- you at least had that. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, we also have a, a director for Suicide Squad 2, Gavin O'Connor. Not bringing back the other guy? Nope. Uh, he, Why not? He directed the, uh, the Ben Affleck uh, action thriller, The Accountant, which they say was a hit. It was actually pretty good. It was all right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he's going to be directing that. So there's uh, that. Hmm. All right. So there's news of that. Here is the... We're getting closer and closer to uh, this Disney streaming service, and we've got a statement from Bob Iger. Robert Iger, Disney CEO. He said, I can do whatever the fuck I want. He said, shut up. <laughs> uh, he said that his studio will launch its direct-to-consumer streaming in late 2019 with Marvel and Star Wars movies on the app because that mm-hmm. was always in question. And uh, When's it going to start? That will be late 2019. Oh, okay. Uh, he told uh, Bank of America Merrill Lynch 2017 Media Communications and Entertainment Conference in L.A. You know, some like to yeah. go to some guy's blog. <laughs> I prefer, you know. <laughs> uh, the uh, studio will produce four or five original films for exclusive use on the app, mostly live action stuff. 
around 500 films from the Disney Library wow. are going to show up on this thing. In addition to around 7,000 episodes of Disney TV stuff. Wow. It's going to be 500 movies, but it's all the sequels to like the good ones. Cinderella too. As long as I get my Dexter Riley movies, I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> you all, those are those Kurt want, Russell movies. Yes, yeah, I want the computer wore tennis shoes. Yeah. I want the strongest man in the world. God damn it. If I'm paying for this fucking app. Oh, I want the cat from outer space. Oh, yes. I need all those bad. Any, any mo- they cranked those. Sh- that that, that fucking, shit. Oh, the fucking 90s? They just cranked it out in the 70s. Oh, oh in the 70s, they were just like, pop, they, pop, 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 they pop, 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 popped pop, those live action ones out. Herbie movies. And, oh, and they all had Ruth Buzzy in them. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, it will have the entire output of studio animation, live action, and Disney, including Pixar, Star Wars, all the Marvel films. Ooh, Little Mermaid 3. Uh, the Disney branded app will also include around four or five original TV series. Let's see. Uh, also on the TV side, recent seasons of Disney TV will show up on the platform. Blah blah blah. You have to think of the Disney app as a traditional SVOD service, um, a treasure trove of Disney branded content. He I don't want to watch The Return of Jafar. I want Aladdin. Right. Well, you'll get Aladdin on the app. Aladdin, you get them both. You Aladdin two. You'll get them all. And then he just reaffirmed. Fuck you, I'm Bob Iger. <laughs> That's how he ended the conference. Yeah. It was weird. He just said, fuck you, I'm Bob Iger. Dropped a microphone. Well, that was actually his dick. Why, he wadded up a bunch of $100 bills really hard and just fucking threw them in their face. <laughs> All right. Peace. Uh, let's see. I got some uh, casting news. Um, this DC uh, Titans TV show, mm-hmm. uh, which again will be on... I think they're streaming something. Thing. God, another show I can watch on my fucking phone. Yeah. Do you think if this Disney thing works that the other studios are going to follow? Oh, of course. Yeah. I would think. But the thing is, though, Disney's the only one big enough to really make it work. I think Warner Brothers could. Think about it. WB could probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, Disney's got everything, you know? I mean, they can they can do this. Yeah. You know, they well, don't. It, anyway. It's like The Simpsons where they're like, we could just make our own channel. You know, we've got enough content. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be fine. Well, that reminds me. <laughs> Sorry. I'll get to the casting stuff in a second. <laughs> this is a theory that my wife and I are working on. Okay. Even the season finale, there are no bad episodes of Seinfeld. Uh, I would disagree. Okay. Because um, we couldn't think of one. Well, kind of the whole first and pretty much second seasons are not great. No. I mean, they're not garbage, but... I, I, but, but they're not bad. I think it's the greatest show that's ever existed. Yeah, see, they're not bad. No. The thing. There are no bad episodes of Seinfeld, is nope. what I'm saying. Didn't I quote Seinfeld on the way up here? Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> talking about Arby's. Oh, that's right. He's talking about Arby's. <laughs> that's it. Every time I think of Arby's, he goes, uh, Putty took me to lunch. He goes, well, where'd you go? It was a nice, quaint Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> I had the roast beef. <laughs> I think it and uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Never had one bad episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Not one. I love the one that everyone brings up, though, because I wasn't a fan, but I rewatched it, and I changed my mind, but it's the, the Fly episode of Breaking Bad. You ever seen that? Remember the, he, I've seen all of them. He's all paranoid, and the fly, the, just this insect just flying around him. Oh. And the first time I watched it, I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, <laughs> you are on such a roll. Yeah. And then I watched it again. I kind of looked into it deeper, but it's the one that everyone brings up. This is that was the one slip up. Yeah. <laughs> Better Call Saul hasn't had a bad episode yet either. That's a good one. I'd say so too, yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Off track. Oh, and, um, uh, Facts of Life. 
No, I kind of went to shit when they moved out of the girls' school. That's true. Um, Open the store. That, that was terrible. It was a bad decision. I don't know why they did that. Sort of jumped the shark. Yes. She added George Clooney. Uh, anyway, the DC uh, Titans TV show, live action, uh, Hawk and Dove oh. are going to be recurring characters. Yeah. And I, I need you, my DC connection, to... Uh, well, it so depends on what version it is. Well, it's uh, Alan Richson will play Hawk and Minka Kelly will play Dove. So it's the male and female version. Yes. Uh, Kelly, known for her role as Lila Garrity on Friday Night Lights, and she's been on Parenthood, The Path, Almost Human. Uh, Richson is the man behind Raphael in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies <laughs> and was in The Hunger Games and was, oh, he was Aquaman on Smallville. He's always wearing that orange like hoodie or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hawk and Dove. Uh, a crime-fighting team. Uh, secondary characters when it comes to Titans, but uh, with these actors playing them, it, it seems like there's potential for more of them. They're going to be reoccurring on this show, too, and that premieres sometime in 2018. Hawk is mean and strong. That's, that's another show. Dove is not. Not. That's another show. Never had a bad episode. Smallville. <laughs> Except for all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's see. Uh, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Lance Hunter is coming back. The character, remember uh, Mockingbird and Lance Hunter, the yeah on again, off again. You know, the he's, characters he's, that, that he's Australian or yeah. New Zealand or whatever. I you're. really like that character. Oh yeah, they were both great characters, mm-hmm. and then they took them off the fucking show. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness they did that Ghost Rider, you know, mm-hmm. uh, season. Um, they were going to give them their own show, those two. Right, I remember. And that got uh, that didn't go anywhere. But didn't, she's on a she's on the Orville. Yeah. I can't think of her name. What is it? Uh, Adrian Pilecki. That's it, yeah. Yum. She's getting some work done. That's good. Yeah. Um, So uh, he's coming back. Whether he's going to be full-time or just in a few episodes, it does not say. But uh, he will be back on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when it gets done. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. won't be back until the Inhumans is done. (laughs) (laughs) I had somebody come to Cat's booth today and say how much they fucking hated Inhumans. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Just like, he's like, I just drove home mad. (laughs) <laughs> Man. So this is it. Marvel finally did it. They yeah. fucked up. They fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it was, at least it was on, like, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> at, least it was, guys. at least it was on TV. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then Bob Iger said, who fucking cares? We're Disney. I'm Bob fucking Iger. <laughs> Ow. God, Bob, that, that, that money hurt my eye. And uh, <laughs> then that, that uh, TV. Yeah, you, you know that TV show that... Uh, uh, Doctor Who spinoff show, uh, Class. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. You know that show? No. no. I've seen it. No. It's on after it. Yeah, no one else <laughs> saw it either, and so it's canceled. Okay. Um, yeah. It's got a good name. It's a catchy name. Class. Yes. <laughs> Could be. And uh, finally this, the best news. Everyone is all focused on that, uh, you know, fire director news. Yeah. But you've completely passed over the best news of last week. It made me happy. Oh, this news! Wait, news can make you happy? I know, right? If you look for it, does not compute. Is the news that your confirmation of your bicycle bell arrived? <laughs> I need one. Um, <laughs> from Entertainment Weekly, they talked with uh, screenwriter David Kep about his work on the Indiana Jones Five. He had oh. he had just two sentences that he could give them. Uh, Harrison Ford plays Indiana Jones. I can certainly say that. Mm-hmm. And the Shia LaBeouf character is not in the film. Good. Good. <laughs> he says, we've got a script we're mostly happy with. It's all up to... <laughs> That's good, I guess. It's all up to Spielberg and Harrison Ford now. You so. know, back
back in the day, I didn't mind Shia LaBeouf. And then he just became such a douchebag. He's gone fucking nuts. Yeah. Completely nuts. Just, ugh. Let's put him, Jim Carrey, and Jared Leto in a room and see what happens. Did Jim Carrey go nuts? <laughs> oh, do you see this recent thing? The no, painting? What? The painting? Or? No. He, he was being interviewed by, I want to say, Entertainment Tonight or somebody, and and they're saying it was it was at an event honoring icons. Okay, you know, just mm-hmm. a thing. And he's just standing there going, "Yeah, but all none of this is real. None of this is real. Why are we here tonight? Why is this happening? We're all just you know tachyons and atoms and everything. None of this is happening. You're not here. I'm not here. None of this is happening. He's lynching. Yeah, he. It, it was the strangest thing. Look for it. It was like two minutes of him just wow. Just going on about how nothing is real and we're all just, uh, you know, ions and electricity and shit. Okie dokes. Yeah. I don't think he's been the same since that yeah, girlfriend well, of his yeah. killed her. So. I don't know. I think the Dumb and Dumber 2 kind of fucked him up. <laughs> That's, what That's what did it? <laughs> that too. So yeah, stick those three in a room is what I'm saying. Who was the third one? Uh, let's see, Shia LaBeouf, Jared Leto. Oh, Jared Leto. And uh, Jim Carrey. Maybe Joaquin Phoenix just did. Yeah, we can throw him in there, too. Sure. You know, you want to see something funny is when Joaquin Phoenix went on Letterman. Now, when I say that, not when he went on with the beard and all that and, like, kind of fucked, you know, for that stupid fake documentary he did. But what's funny is that Letterman brought it up because if it's a documentary, you can use the footage from there because it's, you know, it's for documentary purposes like that. And if you want to use David Letterman's footage, I think you have to pay, like, a million dollars or something like that. You know, it's something, a high fee mm-hmm. if you do it for, like, a movie or whatever. Yeah. And so when it came out and I realized everybody was fake, he's like, it's not a documentary. I think you owe me some money. <laughs> and you can see Joaquin's in there like almost oh, like shit. his asshole clinch up, you know? <laughs> so fucking funny because it's it was I think it was premiering the movie you're talking about it and then yeah. So oh, that's funny. Pretty good. All right. Gary Busey could go in there and mentor him. <laughs> Here's the problem that all of you have. Let me help you out. Let's go for. There's a, an acronym for everything. Can you imagine? Let's go for a motorcycle ride. <laughs> Can you imagine like, when Gary Busey, like when the cameras are off and like everybody walks out of the room and he just pulls like a fucking Kaiser Sose and he's just normal. And he's normal. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, ah oh, man, this is fun. <laughs> I can say whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I'm beginning to think that maybe this act is ruining my career. <laughs> See, when you talk like Gary Busey, you have to have. Yeah. Well, it's like your teeth are too big. Oh, his teeth are too big. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else before we get back to the episode? Do well, you, you didn't uh, you didn't bring it up, the box office. Oh, I didn't. No, yeah. I'm sorry. I, holy oh, yeah, I shit! That. It, it owns everything. And the best tweet regarding that box office thing I saw, I can't remember who it was, but he said, "I'm looking forward to the now 50 scary clown movies that we're going to be getting from Hollywood because yep. of the box office." Yep. That, I can't remember if I reviewed it. Did I? You did last okay. week. Yeah. Last so. week. Yeah. Go check it out. It's funny. Uh, I will say it because I thought it was terrifying. And it's not so when everybody's when I say terrifying, it's not things popping out at you. It's the aura of the film. Mm-hmm. It's just it's always you're always on edge. We it's talked like, about it. You said just sustained tension. The, the score is always there, kind of thing. You know, it's just it's always there. It was funny because Kat went to go see it on Friday and uh, came back. She's like, I don't think it was that scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I go, mm-hmm. I guess well, I'm a pussy. <laughs> Jen thought it was fucking terrifying. Yeah, it's funny. Kat goes, I laughed more than I was scared. She's like, I mean, I jumped a couple of times, but I didn't, think, you know, I didn't get that terrifying feel. I go. Well, I guess you're just better than me. Well, two two things regarding that. Of course, the sequel is going forward. Oh, surprise! And it will be the adult kids. Yeah, uh, you know the kids said in a, in their adult version. So that'll be 
Well, I didn't that. see didn't see what the box office is. One hundred and eighty million dollars yeah. worldwide. It broke all kinds of records yeah. for its its genre, its its month, its everything. Yeah. Just all kinds of records. That, that much broke. first weekend on a thirty five million dollar budget. Yeah, and that's it's funny, right? If you make a good movie that people have a certain amount of nostalgia for, mm-hmm. it'll do well. So it can be done. I can't yeah. remember. If, I can't remember what I said in the last one, but I uh, I did say. Someone, one of the Warner Brothers reps asked me if I liked it, and I said, uh, "Well, it's got kids riding around on bikes saying fuck you' to each other." It's my childhood. That wasn't. That was. <laughs> I was just going to bring that one up. It was. A, it was a tweet I read that says, "So it's clear that it's better when in kids movie, you know, movies with kids, if they say fuck, it, yeah. it makes it a better movie." You know why? Because it makes it real. Because they do. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> parents. Behind your back, they're doing it. They were doing it too. <laughs> so yeah, dude. I've check never it heard out. a kid say fuck ever. Ever. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's get back to the episode. Beard Bib, please to enjoy. Cabin Fever has been providing customers with hand-picked greeting cards, gift wrap, books, and gifts ever since they opened their doors in 1982. Currently located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, Cabin Fever loves all their customers, some of them meeky, some geeky, a handful or two freaky. With Comic-Con coming up this month, think about grabbing a new lanyard at Cabin Fever. New merchandise coming in daily in preparation for the holidays. You never know what you're going to find. You can talk about the Cthulhu pendants, the games, the walls and walls of greeting cards, but do yourself a favor. Etch out about an hour and a half to two hours of your day and go in and see what Cabin Fever carries. Ask for David. Tell him Geek Show says, hey, he loves to chat about B-movies and exploitation films of the 60s and 70s. You have a sweet tooth. That's great. They have a nostalgic collection of candy awaiting you. Candy and bubblegum cigarettes as well as boxes of decade candy from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. You may not know this, but Cabin Fever picks every item for the store by hand, from the books to the greeting cards to the action figures, all of it, even the wrapping paper and bows. Stop by, say hi, tell them Geek Show says hey. They love the Geek Show customers. Since 1982, it's Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique is its not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional. Salt Lake Comic Con 2017 is coming September 21st through the 23rd at Salt Palace Convention Center. Meet celebrity guests like Hollywood legend Dick Van Dyke, Elijah Wood, a.k.a. Frodo from Lord of the Rings, Val Kilmer from Top Gun and Batman, 
John Burenthal from The Punisher, 16 Candles John and Joan Cusack, Back to the Future's Christopher Lloyd, plus Michael Rooker, Rob Schneider, and more. Geek out with stars from your favorite fandoms like Guardians of the Galaxy, Walking Dead, Star Wars, Doctor Who, and Back to the Future. Get your discounted passes today at SaltLakeComicCon.com. All right, we're back. Woo! Hey, okay. look at we us. Got, we got some. Uh, we got some Spider-Man stuff. Spider-Man. Uh, uh, Samuel Jackson stuff and uh, some other stuff coming up, and uh, movies and games, of course. But are we finally gonna get our Rhino with Paul Giamatti? No, nobody else is into this. Well, you're not, not, you're the, not the worst part in that movie. You're, you're, yes, it was. Uh, you're the one who's heading the Spider-Man movie panel at the Comic Con. So I gotta do my research. You gotta it's address all about that. Paul Giamatti. Yeah, Ugh. <laughs> uh, that was awful. Uh, Tony, do you think you could stick the letters uh, jingle in here? Oh, let me in, in, uh, in post. No, we're starting it right now. In post, oh, post production. I, I can get it. You can do it in you post if you'd like, but, but you always do it for but I'll, real. But, but I'll you forget. forget. <laughs> I'll forget. Would you like to write a note? Uh, yeah. Write on his forehead. <laughs> well, uh, All right. James, James is thoroughly entertained by this exchange. <laughs> well, let's, let's just pause for a second. So, so funny. It I can find it because we have a okay. So start the clock. So let's let's Don't let's start pre- the clock. let's pretend that, that we can play it after. That, play it after. Okay. Can you have it ready for after? After what? He's after playing after the letter. After God the letter. damn it! He's playing mind sweep. Neck bitch. Yeah, I can we, do. Yeah, I can do it after the letter. After we and after we answer, I think we. Okay. I think we found the fix. Okay, there, there we okay. go. All we'll right. do that. Uh, this is from Corbin. Corbin, hello. Hey, what's up, Corbin? Corbin Dallas. Thank you for letting me listen to Geek Show. You're uh, fucking welcome. You oh, wait, guys, do, we, do we allow people to listen? We do. We allow it. Oh, okay. Uh, I wanted to reach out to see if uh, you or any other panelists have advice to help me out. Oh shit. I'm 25. Leave her before she destroys your Transformers. Well, <laughs> I don't think I don't think Corbin has because a choice. Because the divorce. Corbin, Corbin does not have a choice oh. in this. Okay. Uh, I'm 25. I have a nine-month-old baby girl, and my wife decided to leave me back in May. Oh, oh. God. I'm so sorry, Corbin. Sorry. So, it seems as if she is moving on just fine. Uh, I still feel like I'm walking around with a gaping hole in my heart. Oh, God I'm having it. quite a rough time with it all. I know that most of you, I believe all of you, have gone through a divorce. No. Uh, yeah, these two, these two have not. <laughs> yeah, um, no. Do you have any advice, wisdom, suggestions? I appreciate it. Love you guys. Mm. Uh, I, do, does he indicate who has the baby? That's what I was he wondering, He does too. not say. Because, you know, where you proceed is going to be based off of whether or not you have a mutually beneficial custodial relationship with your ex. Mm. Uh, if you have full custody, partial custody, or just visitation, uh, those are big factors in your life. Mm-hmm. If, you have, if you have full custody, the uh, best thing for you to do right now is to focus on your daughter. Because yes. your, your daughter is how you're going to heal. Exactly. Because uh, that's the good parts of your relationship are right there in that um, human being. I would say don't start uh, dating seriously. No, no, uh, no have quite some a you time. Have some, have just some dating yeah. frivolously. Yeah. Dating frivolously. <laughs> or, time. I, yeah. I took a two-year time out. I had a really, really bad, really, really bad breakup mm-hmm. when I was yeah. in my early twenties, and I just stopped dating for a couple years. Yeah. And uh, I dated the hell out of it when I. Got <laughs> it's quotation marks <laughs> dating. Yeah, you're you're, I, di- you're a completely different person than you were when she left. Mm-hmm. You are a definitely different person than when you two started dating to begin with. So you got to figure out who you are now, Corbin. Well, and see, exactly. Corbin, I, I if you had a time machine, I would just say to uh, to young Corbin, I say this to to everyone. This mm-hmm. is this is my rule when they ask for advice. I say, don't get married until you're thirty. I I tell the kids at the sev that. Yep. <laughs> 
I got. Uh, I did not follow that. I got uh, married. I got married when I was eighteen to my first wife, and that I, was, yeah, was that was a train wreck waiting to happen. I was twenty with my first wife. Yeah, I was twenty-seven. Yeah, well, yeah, but you have an idea of who you are. Twenty-seven. I married. Yeah, I married. I married Rachel when I was twenty-five, 26. and I definitely had a better idea of who I was. Yeah, I was yeah, 24. exactly. And she she'd already moved in and and uh, <clears throat> grafted my grafted my soul to hers so there was really no changing mm-hmm. that um, i was like 30, i think i was like 32 and i was like oh god damn it okay <laughs> I, I'm, I'm worthless in this conversation yeah i mean married 11 years yeah. got married at 24 don't have kids uh, yeah, so i would just say to him you know, the, all the stuff that lee was talking about with the kid that's yeah. the priority and uh i don't don't go looking for someone to replace no, no. because hey. my my father made that mistake yeah and it did not work out for him the number so. one single most important thing and i know jay would agree with me on this one uh you have to build a relationship with your ex though yes. because at this point you two are raising a child together even yeah. if you're not under the same roof yes and you cannot either one of you so if this is advice i could give to your ex too you cannot at any time allow any kind of interpersonal politics between the two of you to affect nope. your child. Nope. Because I, I met a few people that managed to separate and raise great kids. Your your child is on the on the line right now. Your mm-hmm. kid, uh, luckily, this happened when your child was still pretty young, and that's good. Yeah, that, the kids are tougher than you give them yeah. credit for. But also if, you're, if, you, yeah. if your kid goes well, through a divorce... Well, she's not going to know any different. Yeah. Let's just yeah. be honest. If your kid goes through a divorce at six or seven, that can be pretty traumatizing. They still are resilient, and they'll bounce back. But the two of you are going to be disagreeing over how you raise your child for the rest of your lives. and Because mm-hmm. uh, and, and, I went through that, too. Yeah, past college. Right. It's, it's going to be something that you're going to be dealing with. As long as you, your ex, and your child are on this earth... The three of you are going to have disagreements over the way things are done. So you need to build that relationship, and that cannot involve your hurt feelings, uh, your 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 broken heart. That's not part of the equation. Mm-hmm. Your well, distrust of your ex right now is not part of how you two are raising your child. Well, and I just want to say, just in general, uh, a divorce, it's a loss. Mm-hmm. And loss sucks. <laughs> yes. As somebody who's experienced mm-hmm. a fuck ton of loss. Yes. Um, and it feels like... The, you're never going to get over it. You feel terrible. You're depressed. You can't sleep at night. Uh, and it sucks. And I'm so sorry you're going through it, Corbin. But as someone who is... And I'll be, I'll be honest. I'm just coming out of it right now. I really mm-hmm. think so. Mm-hmm. Um, things will get better. Yeah, slightly better over time. Mm-hmm. And then one day you'll be mostly better. But it's always, it's always going to be... So in no the back of your it. head, and it's going to be a bummer. I've been divorced from but, my ex-wife for over 25 years, and yeah. there are still times when I go, uh. Sure. Um, but, yeah, Corbin, take it from me. You're going to be okay. I jumped in way too early yeah. with my marriage. I didn't know who I was, really. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. You know? Oh, I can't imagine being married at 20. Yeah. I can't believe I had a kid at 20. I, I, yeah. I think back to that, I look at 20-year-olds, I was like, oh, Jesus. I was divorced I was at 20. I was responsible for yeah. a fucking life. Oh, I mean, you my know? parents, I always laugh, because I mean, I married at 24, which is still pretty young, but my mom was 18 and my dad was 21 yeah. when they got married. They're still married wow. to this day. Yeah. And uh, But when I, I remember when I turned 18, I go, how how did you do that, yeah, mom? No. Like, and then I looked at and when I turned twenty one, I turned to my dad. I go, "How the hell did you do yeah. this?" Like, you know, like you're so irresponsible. You know, like you know, you're twenty one. I can make mistakes. You my know? son's my son's twenty one. He's a great kid, and he's responsible, and he's got a good head on his shoulders. And if he said he was marrying somebody tomorrow, I would be taking him out in the middle of the desert and having that long three day talk. <laughs> so. Oh, and I want to say one last thing to Corbin. Corbin, you can't do this on your own. Mm-mm. You cannot get through this on mm-hmm. your own. Do not try. If you're that upset about it, right, lean on your friends, lean on your family, and I strongly encourage you 
to go talk to a mental yes, health professional. Def- definitely. Absolutely. There is no, and l- there is no shame in that. Absolutely not. I've talked to many. <laughs> Everybody should you know? have one. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to be rude at all. He's a mental health professional. Is that the new term for a therapist? Well, uh, I've, never, I've never heard a that term before. Because no, there's social workers. There's social counselors. workers, right. Yeah. Just w- whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, a mental health professional. I, yeah. I drove. I drove. I drove my therapist absolutely apeshit while my ex-wife and I split because I couldn't work. I couldn't pull my. You know, I remember my dad mm-hmm. actually taking me to uh, a county mental health place that was that had free counseling because yeah. I was broke. We, and that guy for twelve weeks, an hour a week for twelve weeks, just listened to me ramble. And there was just one day where this little light bulb went off over my head, and I said, "You know what? Yeah, it sucked. It was really shitty, and it's time to move on." Yeah. So well, there's, there's no, this, no no stigma to that. There's this weird shame about. Going to see a mental health I professional. That's, bull- that's bullshit. No. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, well, fuck, man. You break your leg, you're you, going to go to an orthopedic surgeon. Right. You can't yeah. see, you, you get, get your eyes checked. Right, you go get your eyes checked. You can't think, it, go get your head checked. If, if your brain is fucking with you, if your brain's broken, go see the fucking... Go see the doctor that can help you. Then the other thing that I would recommend is uh, don't sign anything. No. Yeah. Um, get and, a lawyer. Uh, and get, get a lawyer. Get a good family law yep. lawyer. Um, and get some weed. And some weed. Oh, and one <laughs> one last gigantic piece of advice uh, going along with what you just said about, you know, don't go through this on your own. Also keep in mind that your friends and family are on your side, uh, which means that their advice is also on your side. So It's not objective. It's not objective. Yeah. You know, when, when and, and these are the exact words I heard from my best friend when my ex-wife and I separated. What a whore. What a bitch. What an asshole. I'm like, no, those are not the words we need to hear, especially when you got a kid there. You, yeah. you two have got some work to do. So. Yes. All right. Sorry, buddy. There you go. Yeah, Gordon. it's Sorry. it's 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 tough. But you'll get you'll, through it. You'll make it. You're strong, and we're on your side. Play um, it. I got it. Okay. Letters. Sometimes we get letters, and then we answer them. All right, that was guess, a jaunty guess, ending to a very yeah. serious answer to a question. I guess we'll keep Tony's name on the logo. <laughs> uh, let's see. Now, uh, you are doing the Spider-Man uh, panel, uh, Spider-Man movie specifically, yeah. uh, panel for... Uh, Wait, Salt Lake there's a new Spider-Man? I never knew that. I know, right? Uh, not, my wife is obsessed with Tom Holland. Exactly. She's like freaky obsessed oh, with yeah. him. Yeah. I give her shit all the time about it. Yeah. Um, it's kind of uncomfortable, isn't it? It's a little creepy. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about you, Lee. Knock it off. All right. <laughs> He's of legal age, so fuck it. <laughs> all right. Well, the, the good news for this is uh, the uh, original screenwriters are coming back for the sequel. Yeah. Which is being called Homecoming 2, but That's that won't weird. be the title. He died in the end. Uh, yeah. I, I, I believe Spoilers, they, Jimmy! They actually Fuck said it's, it's Spider-Man Sadie Hawkins. Hmm. It's girl, <laughs> Girls Prof. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, Chris McKenna and Eric Summers are back to, uh, to write the next one. Cool. So that's good news. Because uh, I think they did just a... a a fabulous job. A bang up oh, yeah. job. Mm-hmm. Oh, and what did they have in Spider Man that was been missing in some other superhero properties? A good villain. A good villain. Yes. Uh, they no, have really been. Wasn't with the point here. Now they have <laughs> been. They have been writers and producers on American Dad. Oh. Community. Oh. Uh, McKenna wrote on the Mindy Project. Summers worked on Happy Endings, which was McK- a show. Fuck, I love the, that the, show. Mindy, the Mindy Project has some of the best dialogue. Mm-hmm. It, it and, is. Uh, it is crisp. Also, Marry Me. They both worked on the Lego Batman movie. Oh. Uh, and uh, they're working on Ant-Man and the Wasp as well. No. Oh, okay. So cool. that's good news. It should be called Spider-Man, the Enchanted Kingdom Under the Sea Dance. <laughs> <laughs> 
hey, you, keep your goddamn <laughs> hands <laughs> off her. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, they don't call them stomps anywhere else in the country. Stomps. Yeah, yeah. Now, stomps weren't formal dances, It's the sir. spring stomp. Spider-Man, the spring stomp. Spring stomp. Did they have no. stomps out in No, the, they did not. In the farm? Yeah. Yeah, we had, we had a, the occasional stomp, not, not many. Uh, like well, at the school? Stomp. Yeah, see, that's the thing. He's, he's from a, right. only in Utah. Yeah. Does the stomp exist? And only in Utah do they call playing hooky sloughing. Yeah. We're sloughing. Yeah. Sloughing. Yeah. We slough. Yeah. We don't, yeah. We don't play hooky. School. See, but to me, stomp is like the assholes with like the garbage no, can lids and bars. We, we call the the informal dance that we'd have like once a month in our at schools. Night. We, at night. On a Friday night or a Saturday night. It was the stomp. So it'd be like the spring stomp or they the just bubble. just have bubble. a DJ come in and we yeah. all come and dance. Mm-hmm. Hey, but you know what I was thinking about it? Because uh, I heard that song... Uh, by Divine, I, you think you're a man. Yeah, you think and, you're a man, but and they you're would only a boy. play that song at our stops. At our stops, yep. and I'm like, I would get yeah, that you fucking didn't, school. You didn't, you didn't have to ask a. You didn't have to ask a date. You'd just go to the stomp. No, so that, all you and all your buddies went to the stomp. Yeah, that's just one example of using music the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, for ex- that's a great example. Another example is uh, you playing Start Me Up in public at all from the Rolling Stones. Yeah. You make a dead man come. Right. Is the, and it's at sporting events. They're playing it. <laughs> dead man come at sporting events. And then there's a... Uh, oh, is that the fucking lyric? That's the lyric. I thought it was like a dead man oh, cry. you make a dead man come. Oh, oh man. it's there. It's there. Okay, huh? I believe you now. Um, and then there was a Pearl Jam song. That people played at their weddings all the time. Jeremy spoke. Which, no, which no. one? <laughs> oh, Jeremy. No, no, it was Better Man. We had a guy that played a daddy daughter dance at my radio station while we started it with Brown Eyed Girl. I'd be like, no, 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 you, no. that's not a daddy daughter song. You look at the lyrics again. Yeah. But Better Man is about settling. Yeah. Yeah. I can't find a better man. It's not, <laughs> it's not touting that you can't find oh, a better boy. man. You'll never find a better man. It's not that. Carrie, you're not saying it right. So, uh, I just, Jimmy, Jimmy, I, I know this is a sidetrack here, but I've just been informed by, um, by Facebook huh? that my Horry Potter and the Sorcerer's Balls link that I left on your movie question yeah. has been removed for violating Facebook standards. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wasn't for me. I liked it. <laughs> Good that is you. the very first time Good any content you. I've ever posted. That's a real landmark. Uh, Good it, for you. It may have had something to do with the fact that you could see the top of a man's junk <laughs> Probably. in the post. <laughs> Good for or you. Or the fact that Volda Boner was very, very obviously I present in the picture. I didn't flag it. I actually screen kept it. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's a great. I mean, Save seriously. Later. Uh, I bought the movie poster. We should, have a, we should have a geek show stomp. A stomp? Yeah, let's have a stomp. Just play all the inappropriate songs. I, I always wanted to do a geek show pajama party, you know, like, let's at do a, a waterbed place. Geek show stomp somewhere, man. Listen, anytime you want to do something, Fifty West is happy to have us. So, I mean, you know, maybe should we, we turn hey. the second show into a pajama party? <laughs> pajama party stomp. Well, let's talk about let's it. Get Michael let's back. Have a, let's have a winter stomp. <laughs> we'll discuss it off air. Yeah, yeah decide we'll, we'll from decide that. And let yeah. you know. Don't yeah. get those long johns where the ass just hangs out. <laughs> Two buttons. One of the buttons broke. Yep. Uh, and then finally, this. Um, I wish we knew a DJ though. <laughs> <laughs> if you well, could see the look, listeners, that Carrie well, was giving Shannon. Here's the thing, though: is <laughs> I I have not jockeyed a disc oh, okay. in uh, a very long time. Maybe yeah. you get that creepy John uh, Smith to do it. I'm sure no. it's like riding a bike. No. Did you in, say no? No. In those, <laughs> just sprinkle, yeah. just sprinkle GI Joes into the building. Don't in the her. in the early days, I did do that at uh, like Club Deviate and places like uh, that. Club, hey, 
club time. I did club time. I, I used to go to those yeah. shits with you. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I used to do that, but I haven't jockeyed a disc in a long uh-huh. time. I'm sure I could. But if we went, you- if we did, we've got one of the best DJs, in my opinion, huh? uh, in in town here is Iracalypse. And what he huh? does, it's really cool. He played he played one of our Comic Con parties. Yeah. He does the actual spinning, first of all. He's not so just he just up, doesn't have a fucking laptop? He's not up there with his laptop. No hey play, guys, not just a playlist. Listen to my playlist. Hey, Space I, will, I, will, I will tell you, though, as somebody who used to DJ weddings, the laptop saved my ass when oh, that sure. was introduced. It's true, but, but uh, Iraclips does the spinning, and he brings a guy who plays drums with it. Oh, oh he drums along. So he will, he'll play new stuff, and he'll play like old Run DMC and shit, and the drummer keeps up with him. Yeah, cool. drummer doesn't know what he's gonna play. He just the drummer adapts. Oh, oh he's like and, the yeah. silent cool. movies playing oh, the piano. Terrific. You know, just, I'm imagining the geek show stop right now. Like, imagine it look very much like a junior high school stop Probably. with all the boys on one wall, <laughs> all the girls on the other. Yeah, you know. Hey, go even. So I, I imagine this guy's better than the DJ that uh, Elijah Woods brought with mm. Fredo T. Baggins. Yeah, no, Arocalypse. You know what, Arocalypse? It's my wife's favorite DJ. Oh yeah, she she. Wait, your E-Rock. wife has a a favorite a list over of, uh, over me. Yeah, over you, <laughs> over so me. So it goes Arocalypse. Iraq, Iraq is her favorite. And, DJ. Then, and then it's like eh, and, my and husband, then it's my <laughs> husband. Yeah, Arocalypse, Mixmaster Mike, DJ Scribble. <laughs> it's like when I found out that <laughs> when, I, when I found out I wasn't my wife's favorite freestyle rapper, uh, I was oh. I was devastated. What was, was What was Jason Mendoza's on the Good Place? What was his? Uh, Oh God. His DJ name. Remember, I was a professional amateur DJ. <laughs> <laughs> the kid on the Goldbergs is Big Tasty. Big Tasty. Big Tasty. I like Big Tasty. Uh, anyway, this uh, finally this, and then we'll get to movies and uh, games that are out this week. Um, Samuel Jackson, a national treasure. He's still working. Uh, I wish he could get some work. Uh, was out, uh, you know, talking about uh, Marvel stuff. He was he was you know going out promoting this. Uh, what was he just in? Uh, the one with Chris Pine. Uh, bodyguard, bodyguard, hitman's bodyguard, hitman's bodyguard. bodyguard, not Chris Pine, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Um, the parts are interchangeable. Anyway, um, <laughs> he's he's talking about that, and people ask him about, you know, the Marvel stuff. And here's what he had to say: I wasn't in the superhero argument movie. <laughs> so, re- that Civil War. Civil War is what he's referring to. <laughs> I wasn't in the superhero argument movie. I'm not in Avengers three and four. They're shooting them now, and they haven't called me yet. They wouldn't let me go to Black Pantherville. Black so, Pantherville. <laughs> and he was a Black Panther. So it's kind of like... In the real world. It's kind of like, how are you going to make a Black Marvel movie and not let Nick Fury show up in it? They cast David Hasselhoff instead. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> on, on the same track, uh, you know, they're talking about Captain Marvel and all that. He says, I haven't signed a contract yet. Haven't seen a script. I talked to Brie Larson the other day, and she didn't say anything. She's the only person I know that's actually in that movie. I've been rumored to be in several different Marvel movies, that, and I haven't shown up. Hmm. So there you go. Uh, 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 what was the last one he was in? Was it Winter Soldier? Yeah. Yeah. And they, they kind of killed him off, and he... That's when he went away. Took his eye patch off. Yeah, yeah he, he, went, he went vegan, so they could be in all these Marvel movies, and now they won't cast him in anything. It's weird. It's tragedy. I didn't know he went vegan. Yeah, yeah. Sam Jackson. Just, that's, oh. And he actually uh, he lost some weight, toned up. I saw that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that's how it Plant-based well. lifestyle will do awesome. that for an old man. Might as well have a burger at this point. Uh, <laughs> a big kahuna burger. <laughs> a big kahuna burger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, what, who's, who's first? Do you want to do movies? I got some yeah, movies. Got to, oh, and Lee's got a thing, too. I got, I got some board game. Yeah. Another one. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy's fast. Uh, the Mummy is now out, which... Uh, Yay. 
I, it was all right. I like Sofia Batella. She was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the way we described it on Big Movie was that uh, it was the pilot to a franchise I'm happy to see more of. So mm. let's That's see, a good way to put let's it. Let's see what they've got. Yeah. What did take me by surprise was Captain Underpants. That actually was funny as shit. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was really good, actually. They're funny books. Did the kids at the Sab have any? Nobody has said a thing. I asked mm. if they'd seen any good movies this summer. And they didn't. They oh. all said Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess they're putting uh, E.T. out. They're really, really releasing it on Blu-ray or some sort of clean. Who do up? we know that's terrified of ET? Uh, oh, I used to know a girl who was terrified. of I know somebody who's just scared just shitless of ET. Yeah. No, uh, scared of looking at oh, yeah. ET. Yeah. <laughs> that was a girl I dated a long yeah. time ago who was terrified of it. Uh, let's yeah. see, Silicon Valley season four. Fuck, oh, that's such a perfect show. show. The show's pretty great. Speaking I don't, of HBO, uh, Veep season six. Oh, um, Veep is. Oh God. She's she's wonderful. Oh, she's amazing. Yep. She's just and that, gets and better that, with age. And this last season was hilarious. Yep. Uh, let's see, Big Bang Theory. I know. No way. Mm-hmm. Nobody's quitting. Mm-hmm. No I'm, I'm out of here. Okay. <laughs> season ten is now out. <laughs> Making sure. Uh, I don't know what the hell that is. Do you guys know Tubor the Great? What? I don't know. Seven? How do you spell that? T O B O R. Never heard of it. How many? Se- what season is it? Like, he kind of looks like playing. Uh, it's like an old movie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Look it up. I don't know that one. Uh, uh, fun mom dinner. Weird. Fun mom oh, dinner. Oh shit! Litter part six is getting the Blu-ray treatment. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? What? Yeah. Leonard, yeah. Leonard do not, part don't, six. Don't even buy it as a joke, folks. That's a little tone deaf, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's really tone deaf. Jeez. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, That's probably what they're counting on. Actually, is yeah. the, the the timing. People I may, buy may, it as a joke for Christmas, well, or, 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 or they're hoping that they can get some money off of it from people buying it as a joke. Yeah, that's uh, what they're hoping. I bought something as a joke to pay some legal <laughs> to pay some legal fees. Uh, I, I started a joke. <laughs> Goldberg season four. Always funny. I love that show. Yep. And that kind of looks like that's a good. Main uh, ones. What you got, Tony? And then we'll get to the board game that Lee has. Well, we got a big uh, week for sports fans. Out there, Mm -hmm. NHL 18, PS4, Xbox One, NBA Live 18, PS4, Xbox One, NBA 2K 18, Legend Edition, oh, and the regular edition on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, That's enough sports. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Metroid Samus Returns for the 3DS, Hmm? which is a remake of the second Metroid game. Did you say Metro Sinus? (laughs) Metro Sinus? Metro? Seamus. Oh, Seamus. Yes. Okay. Metro- Seamus Metroid. Returns. Metroid Seamus Returns uh, for the 3DS. Uh, Dishonored is getting that big expansion they've been talking about for Dishonored 2 called Death of the Outsider. Mm-hmm. So that could be good. Death of the Outsider. Uh, we got <laughs> uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 for the PC if you like your RPGs. That one looks interesting. Uh, something called Wise 8 Lacrimosa of Dana. Oh, that's a JRPG. Is it? Okay. I, I'm assuming from the name. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what it looks they, like. They basically anyway. played Boggle with some English words. <laughs> I swear. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Summon Night 6, Lost Borders. Uh, looks like another JRPG from the from the game arc. There's a million of them. Uh, Rayman Legends, the definitive edition for the Switch. So if you like platformers, that'll be, that'll be a good one to check out. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Pro Evolution Soccer. Oh, I lied. There's more sports. Yeah, you, you start out as a frog, and you evolve to a better soccer player. <laughs> oh, I'd like Amphibious that. soccer yeah. player. Yeah. Yes. Battletoads. Battletoads. Soccer edition. <laughs> and uh, also, I feel like I'm in... Oh, NASCAR Heat 2. 
if you like the the NASCAR racing, just drive uh, around in a circle. Yeah, a lot of a lot of and, left turns. If you can't stand the NASCAR heat, get out of the south. Hey, oh, the old saying, isn't it? Rubbing is racing. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think we're gonna, racing. we're gonna call it good at that. All right, we're gonna end with rubbing is racing. Rubbing right. is racing. Now before Lee starts, I just found Jason Mendoza's DJ name, mm-hmm. and I think we should get him. Mr. Music the DJ. <laughs> it's very to the point. I'm I'm Mr. Music the DJ. Lee, I can smell that new plastic from yeah, here. Yeah, well, there is a lot of new plastic in this. So uh, Soda Pop Miniatures, they did uh, Relic Knights, and uh, they did Super Dungeon Explorer, which is a miniature game that replicates games like, uh, what was that? What was that game with the... Never mind. Anyway, you'd, you'd, uh, right. you, would, you would basically spawn uh, monsters, would spawn out of skulls and all these other things, and you'd fight them with a green elf or a red wizard. And it oh, was uh, a gauntlet? Gauntlet. Yeah. So uh, Super Dungeon Explorer is like a tabletop game version of Gauntlet. Cool. And it's, it's a shit ton of fun. So they just put out a game uh, called... Elf needs food! Yeah, green elf <laughs> shot the food. Uh, they just put out a new game called Rail Riders Infinite, which takes the greatest trope of the Western genre. Oh, okay. I was going to say, there's little cowboys. Yeah. There. The, the Western genre is always the train heist is like the best yeah. part, right? Mm-hmm. But they made it science fiction. So these are science fiction cowboys uh, all the way down to a Jane Cobb figure. Uh, so Jane what? Cobb from Firefly. What? There he is with his, with his hat and his gun. Not officially licensed. I believe the, the they, character's they, they, name is, is Jill Korn. And, actually, um, and they gave him a goatee. And they gave him a goatee. Yeah. So, but uh, you, get these, you get these little tiles that you shuffle and then you lay them out. In a train configuration. Oh, and one player plays. So you never know what the train the trains. You never know every time. Okay. So they have lawbot robots, and then you have everybody else gets to pick different space cowboys that have different stats, and you basically run back and forth on the train, fighting lawbots. Or if you go with one of the expansions, uh, this one, uh, the good, the bad, and the bot. It has uh, it has a different set of. Uh, this one has a like a, a Mexican gunslinger and a bunch of lawbots. This sounds fun. It is fun. And then the third one, uh, Old Time Religion, is a uh, brings a grave cart to it. So you have like a, a funeral procession train that is going Ooh. down. And you have pallbearers, robot pallbearers, and, uh, and and religious fanatics that are trying to, to steal a, a casket from the train. So uh, Soda Pop Miniatures just did a Kickstarter about 12, 13 months ago. So the game's hitting all the people that funded it. And it'll be hitting your game store probably... Any week now. And it's so. called Rail Raiders Infinite? Rail Raiders Infinite. And I'll be doing some stuff on our on our Geek Show um, Facebook page. I'll be showing some of the painted miniatures oh, as, cool. as I get them finished up. I want to play. It's, it's a fun, fun game. You never know what's going on with it. And uh, it's got some neat exclusive miniatures, too. So uh, I, think cool. they, I think they've done some good work in the past. I, say, I like the, I like the little uh, robot cowboys. The robot cowboys are fun. And then yeah. the, the, the law bots, I can, if you look at the one at the top, they've got... Uh, giant top hats with iron crosses sewn in. Oh, <laughs> so it's a it's a oh, super fun game and uh, awesome. and a great you're gonna, company. You're, you're gonna paint these up? Yeah, I'm gonna paint them nice. up. And I think that's basically. We, I've tried a couple of different venues to show off some of the miniatures that are out there that that I absolutely love. And I think we'll just we'll just put them up on our uh, Geek Show Facebook page. Yeah, do page. that. And, so, we? and then go see uh, Lee at uh, Salt Lake Comic Con doing a, uh, a panel where he's going to paint miniatures. Yeah. Live. live, live, live. I'm gonna paint live miniatures. All right. Anything, uh, That's insensitive. Stop touching we, me with your breasts. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of screaming. We call them little people, sir. Could <laughs> <laughs> you imagine that? He's like, get the fuck away from me. Guest star Peter Dinklage and Lee Cage show you how to paint a live miniature. Uh, Mr. B, if you would, please. Guys, let's, let's get out of here. Hand me the clowns giving me the fucking creeps. <laughs>